Welcome to the Thriving Forward podcast. Now to introduce your hosts. Hi, I'm Megan Laspinera. I'm the founder and executive director of Kids Thrive 585 Inc. and a pediatrician in Rochester, New York. And I'm Sarah Collins McGowan. I'm also a pediatrician here in Rochester, and I teach community health and advocacy to pediatric residents. In each episode, we will speak with people involved in good works and projects in the greater Rochester area. We hope that by introducing you to these inspirational people and their stories, you will be motivated to learn more about these amazing organizations in our region and the fabulous people who keep them working. Hi, everyone. This is Sarah Collins McGowan. And today on Thriving Forward, I have the privilege of interviewing my co-host, Megan Laspinara. Megan is a fellow pediatrician here in Rochester and the executive director of Kids Thrive 585. Hello, Megan. Hi, Sarah. So what's something that you've been into lately? Oh, that's such a good question. I have been really into Taekwondo lately. I am a third degree black belt and I got back into it about a year ago and it's been a really good like energy release and exercise routine. And so Taekwondo. That's great. So you founded the nonprofit Kids Thrive 85 while you were resident here. Uh, Tell us how you got started doing them. Kids Thrive 585 started as a way to bring together a list of resources in the community. I wanted to have an easy place to go to find vetted resources just about children and their families and not having to look at a binder. So my residency project really started out just looking at how can I make it easier to get access to information about local resources. And gradually over time, it turned into the nonprofit that it is today, where we do projects with other community organizations around connecting people with resources. And we try to spread the word about good organizations and things that are happening in town. So at its heart, what would you say Kids Thrive 585 is? If someone wanted to check it out, where would they go? What would they do? We have a website, kidsthrive585.org. So just the numbers 585, like the area code for Rochester. We also have a Facebook page and a Twitter account. And those are all places that people could go to check out more information. And on the website, they would find different categories about resources local to our community uh, under different medical headings and headings by age or need. So we have things like emergency resource lists. We have information about LGBTQ needs in our area for teens and other people. Um, We have information about asthma, seizure disorders, autism, pretty much all local with necessary national uh, compliments as they are appropriate. And are you able to track like what your most popular um, searches are, what people are looking for in the Rochester area? Yeah, we actually on the back end of the website have been able to track not only how many hits we get per day, but then also where people are going on our website and then what other things do they click to after they come to the website. So a good example of that is we have a lot of people who come to the website looking for mental health resources. And so we can see not only where they come on our website, but then where they click off to afterward and pursue further resources from there. This sounds like quite a big project to take on during your residency. How did you get started with it? Where did the idea come from? The idea actually came from something called Care Block. So uh, CARE is the community advocacy 
track that residents can pick when they're in pediatric residency in Rochester. Not every pediatric residency in the country has CareBlock, but it's an opportunity to learn about how to be an advocate. And so during that block, I really honed in on the idea that I was from Rochester and didn't know anything about the local resources and didn't feel like I had a good way to connect my children and families that I was seeing in my resident practice to resources that existed locally. And so really that's where the idea first started, which was how do I learn about these places? How do I get the information in one place? And then how do I tell everybody else about the awesome stuff that's already happening in our community? Do you find that you use this resource a lot in your own practice now? I do. Not only do I not know all of the resources that we have on the Kids Thrive website, uh, I'm constantly hearing about new resources and making sure that we add things to the website and keep them up to date. And there are printable lists of resources for things like mental health and smoking cessation and emergency housing, which I readily print and hand out to families in the office. What are you thinking about for the future of Kids Thrive 85? What are sort of your your goals looking forward? So the hope is that Kids Thrive 585 will be able to connect people with local resources across the spectrum. So by doing things like this podcast where we can talk to people that are making good moves and doing awesome stuff in the area, by expanding our reach on the website, by working with other community organizations to highlight things that are happening locally. All of those things together are hopefully going to add up to improved access for families and children to local resources that already exist. And so our goal long term is to be able to make those connections as much as possible and in as many ways as possible. If someone outside the Rochester area is listening to this and wondering kind of how they could get started on something like this themselves, what sort of advice would you give them? I I think the best advice is to start small and take it one day at a time. The website started almost as just a directory and all of the other projects and things that we've been engaged in have occurred as a natural outgrowth of having that directory and realizing that just having a list of resources isn't enough. It doesn't connect the dots for people. It doesn't get them into the resources that they need. And so over the last seven years, the growth has really been organic and has taken off on its own. So you've are quite familiar then with a lot of the resources in Rochester. Do you have a, um, a favorite or a, maybe a, a underrepresented community organization that you think everybody should know about? There, I mean, like you said, right, there are countless amazing community resources. I think one that I would love to see people continue to use is... 211. So they've been a really good partner to us over the years. Um, they have a very comprehensive resource database that Kids Thrive uh, is, only has a very small percentage of what 211 has. And they are able to actually take phone calls and speak to people in real time about the things that they need to do. So 211, I think, is doing amazing work locally. And we should really uh, continue to encourage people to use that resource. And you were born and raised here, right? Yes. <laughs> What's your favorite thing about Rochester? My favorite thing about Rochester is that it's a big little town. There's a lot of 
theater and arts and music and big city things here, but also you can't go to Wegmans without running into at least one or two people that you know, even if it's not your Wegmans. You could go into Wegmans in, you know, the opposite side of the county and run into somebody that you went to high school with or somebody that you know from the gym. And so I like that big little city feel. That's so true. (laughs) Um. So can you tell everybody one more time where they go to find out more about Kids Thrive 585? So our website is Kids Thrive, and then the number is 585.org. And we are at Kids Thrive 585 on Twitter and at Kids Thrive 585 on Facebook. Well, thanks, Megan. It's been fun to talk with you today. And thanks for helping us all learn more about Kids Thrive 585. Thanks for talking to me, Sarah. Have a good day. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Thriving Forward podcast. This podcast was brought to you by Kids Thrive 585 Inc., the Huckelman Center at the University of Rochester and Rochester Regional Health. To learn more about today's guest, head over to kidsthrive585.org and click on the podcast link. See you next time. The views, information, and opinions expressed on this podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of their employers or funders.